Kansas anymore. Are you ready? No, I'm just getting warmed up. This task was appointed to you. I said I want the truth! I say we take off and move the entire site from Dodge that. I'm Billy, PR and Communications Officer here at the BBFC, and today I'm joined by one of our compliance officers, Chris, to discuss two recent superhero films, Wonder Woman and Avengers Infinity War. So, welcome to the podcast, Chris. It's really great to have you on, and it's your first one, so that's exciting. Uh, yeah, very happy to be here. No, brilliant, and it's um, talking about two films that are really good examples of 12 A's, particularly for their genre, so superhero films. So, uh, before we get into the classification of these two films, can you give us a brief summary of both Wonder Woman and Avengers? Avengers Infinity War. Sure, so Avengers Infinity War is a relatively recent release. It's the 19th film in the MCU or Marvel Cinematic Universe and it's really the culmination of an ongoing plotline across all these different films from the last 10 years in which our heroes from across the galaxy have to come together to fight Thanos the Mad Titan and stop him from assembling the six Infinity Stones which would give him power to wipe out half the universe. Uh, and then on the other hand we have Wonder Woman which came out in 2017 uh, and this is a DC comic film which is loosely based on Greek mythology in which an Amazonian warrior uh, has to leave the safety of her island Themyscira uh, to go and join the conflict of World War One. Those are quite summaries of two <laughs> very complex films. So both these films are fantasy action films and are classified at 12A. Um, so were there any key classification issues taking these films to this category? Uh, yeah, so the lead one was moderate violence in both cases. Uh, and moderate violence is the step above what we might see at PG, which is mild violence. Mm -hmm. So it'll be kind of similar kind of stuff, lots of uh, fist fights and gunfights and general action. Um, but we won't see as much of what we call process detail. So that's actually seeing you know, punches make contact with other people, maybe some signs of impact from uh, bullet wounds and things like that. Mm. Um, but obviously it also will be quite discreet in terms of actual blood and gore. We won't see these kind of blood splatters. A lot of that kind of stuff will be impressionistic. So we'll get the idea of it, but we won't see that detail with it. And in the case of the superhero films, it's obviously grounded in a much more fantastical context. So we're seeing uh, you know, sci-fi weaponry, fantasy, And people flying and people so on. flying, <laughs> suits of armour, great big green monsters, that mm -hmm. kind of thing. Uh, so that kind of distances it from reality. So compared to some stronger 12As, you know, things like the Jason Bourne films or the more recent Bond films, uh, which kind of have a slightly more real-world kind of gritty feel to them, mm. this is very much grounded in fantasy. So it gives it a little bit more mitigation as to kind of how much kind of crunchy impact and, you know, intensity and things they can bring to these fight scenes. Okay, fantastic. So Wonder Woman herself, as you mentioned, is a heroine with fantastical powers, but the um, film is set in a very real historical event, so the First World War. Um, did this affect the classification at all? Uh, it didn't, but it did have the potential to. Okay. So obviously when we do think about war films, we kind of think of things like you know, maybe Saving Private Ryan or Black Hawk Down. So these are 15-rated films which kind of really capture the horrors of war through showing blood and guts and injury detail. But we have had cases where war films have gone at 12A, and they use different things such as you know, maybe filling the screen with lots of smoke and debris or using sound and rapid editing and things to kind of really capture you know, the intensity of battle and conflict and things but without showing the gore. Uh, so a recent example of this was Dunkirk, which came out last year. Or a couple of years ago, to go to World War One, uh, Steven Spielberg's War Horse. Mm. And that was quite an intense no-man's land sequence where the soldiers are crossing no-man's land. Uh, and Spielberg uses a lot of kind of sound, debris, 
uh, to really kind of create the, a very intense experience and things. But again, it shies away from actually showing blood and guts. So what was the case with Wonder Woman in regards to uh, the First World War sequences? Uh, well, that also has a quite full-on No Man's Land sequence. But very cleverly, what it does is turn the, the focus of the sequence away from the kind of war experience of soldiers crossing uh, No Man's Land to Wonder Woman herself. Uh, she is obviously you know, kitted out in a superhero costume. Um, the kind of rousing score and things kind of makes it this big heroic moment. And she's kind of using her fantastical abilities to deflect bullets and uh, mortars. And all the focus of the sequence goes on to her. So it kind of takes it away from a full-on kind of war sequence into more of a fantastical superhero scene. The sequence uh, really keeps the focus on her throughout. When we come back to Avengers Infinity War, the film itself has a category-defining theme of threat. So what does that mean um, at the 12A classification? Uh, well, it can mean a few different things. They all kind of fall under that overall heading of threat. So the, the first example is just threatening situations. So it mm. could be things that we maybe associate with disaster movies, such as burning buildings, falling rubble, um, or maybe you know a kidnapping or something like that, where characters are in these very kind of tense situations. Another case could be what we associate with kind of horror films, uh, so that kind of supernatural threat, the kind of thing you might see in you know, The Woman in Black for another 12A rated film. And then another case can be uh, torture sequences, which obviously, you know, saying torture, it sounds very strong, you know, thinking about a 12A film. And we have had kind of examples of this maybe in uh, you know, Casino Royale or Spectre more recently, like the Bond films have a long tradition of having kind of torture sequences. But those ones are kind of mitigated by the fact that we know Bond's going to probably going to escape from these. He's probably going to be fine. Um, <laughs> and again, they don't show very much detail. But while some torture sequences, especially at kind of higher classifications, you know, 15 and 18, may be quite violent, uh, at the 12A level, they're more to do with intimidation and the kind of the idea of inflicting pain and injury, mm. but without showing very much. And in the case of Avengers Infinity War, there are a few sequences where characters are kind of put in these very th uh, threatening situations and it's implied that they are being tortured, but again, we're not seeing the detail. A lot of it's to do with fantastical situations and the impression it's creating. So, for example, there's one sequence where a character is largely made up of robotic parts. Uh, the parts are kind of pulled away from her and she kind of cries out, is kind of creating this impression that she's in a lot of pain, but we're not seeing that kind of gory detail. And likewise, there's another scene where a character's skin is being, so seemingly being penetrated by these kind of crystal shards, but these have kind of been magicked up by an alien character mm. and not actually kind of piercing his skin. There's no blood or anything like that. But he cries out and he's kind of creating this impression of pain. But in both cases, this, you know, the scenes are quite short. It's the villain who is performing the torture. Obviously, if it was a hero doing that, uh, and then there was something in the narrative which might seem to be endorsing the hero's behaviour, then that's something that's likely to take it up to a kind of 15 level or maybe even higher. Okay, so Avengers is part of um, a series or a collection of, uh, of films, so that, how many is that? Uh, it's 18, well this is the 19th film. Ah right, okay, that's, that's, that's quite, a, quite a period of time. So the fact that there have been a number of different films with similar or the same characters, um, does that factor into the classification? Yeah, well there's uh, a phrase that we use quite uh, often here which is known quantity. So when we do get something which is a franchise and there's been other installments before, uh, we kind of work on the slight proviso that audiences who have seen the previous films will know what kind of things to expect. So, you know, for example, the Harry Potter films, they did get steadily darker, but mm. with the, you know, the same audiences kind of seeing each one, they kind of they got used to the progression and knew what to expect. Yeah. Uh, and likewise with superhero films, you know, the Marvel ones... Um, 
you know, have lots of kind of similar type of action, this kind of big fantastical smashing buildings and throwing each other around using these great big kind of you know, magical power blasts and things like that. And it is fair to say that Infinity War is darker. This is definitely, you know, the darkest one so far. Mm. But it's it's been building up to this. We've been seeing over the last few films, you know, Captain America Civil War and things, the general tone has started to go slightly darker and things. So the audience has been kind of prepared and, and conditioned to expect something like this. So then if we go over to like the DC universe uh, with Wonder Woman, uh, those films are kind of known for being slightly darker compared to the Marvel ones. Um, and this was kind of going right back to Man of Steel, um, which itself was kind of building from the Dark Knight films, which kind of took a far more serious, you know, gritty, realistic kind of take on the superhero film. Um, so although Wonder Woman you know, has this World War I setting and you know, tonally isn't quite as lighthearted and colourful and things as some of the Marvel films, uh, again, we expect audiences will be aware of that going into the film and so you know, be ready for some of the tonal shifts and things in it. So as you already mentioned, Avengers Infinity War and Wonder Woman both contain moderate violence and you gave us a couple of examples. Um, what do the guidelines say at 12A about violence and could a 12A film ever contain strong and gory violence? So at 12A it's unlikely that you're going to have strong violence but depending on the context and things there may be some slight gore or uh, blood in there mm. um, depending on what the situation is. Uh, so this is allowed by our guidelines uh, which at 12A state that there may be moderate violence but it should not dwell on detail. There should be no emphasis on injuries or blood but occasional gory moments may be permitted if justified by the context. Uh, so an example of this like, could go back to the you know, war films. Uh, so, for example, a couple of years ago we had Testament of Youth uh, about a World War One nurse. And obviously, like, given that context and things, the characters would come into contact with you know, some slightly bloody injury details, some brief moments of gore. But it was all within a historical context, within a medical context. And there was a clear kind of positive message and things in the fact that what they were doing and trying to help people rather than inflicting gore or you know, violence on someone. So we felt that given that situation, it, uh, the slightly stronger imagery at 12A was justified by the context. Well, fantastic. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast, Chris. This was really interesting and it was great to look at these two films and the, uh, the detail that we can go into about their classification. Um, so if you have any thoughts about what we should cover in our podcast, you can email us on podcast at bbfc.co.uk or tweet us at bbfc. Alternatively, you can go onto our website and fill out our podcast form.